What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Boom, my name and I'm Ray Ray all day. Wow, what up, Ray? Well, I'm glad to see Ray's back. What's going on, gentlemen? Woo. We back. Did you get past that macalinity? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm still tripping over you it. You trying to be macalin? I'm oh, wheezing and breathing, baby. <laughs> how'd, that work on the, how'd that work on the Mrs. Ray? You're going to, hey, listen, I'm, I'm macalin. I'm, I'm being macalin now. She's like, you ain't been mac since you was in your 20s. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> That's what she said. You about mac. You like McDonald's. It's about what you like, boy. McDonald's. Just like I told her, it ain't Ray Ray all night. It's Ray Ray all day. Oh, yeah. Ray Ray, just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> It's like my dad, you say, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. <laughs> I told my dad one time, he said, well, then give me the belt. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh he gave me the belt. All right. I'll give you I'll something give to cry about. Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Quit your uh, crying, boy. That reminds me of that story you told Fritzy a while back when your dad put you through that dang glass door. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember my, my mom in the background. Oh, Nick, you've killed him. <laughs> you've killed him, Nick. Oh, my God. <laughs> your mom's over there worrying about your dad killing you and my mother's chasing me down the street telling me I'm gonna kill you you bastard I'm gonna kill you <laughs> was that the time you was running down the street in your underwear uh, no it wasn't my underwear I was barefoot it was raining my oh, mother was chasing me boy she was mad boy <laughs> she, and it was raining too I knew she was mad boy she come running out that house chasing me and it was raining on the ground she said you know, you, that's okay. You got to come home Sunday. You know I don't know mean? where you sleep. My mom lapped me around the house with a yardstick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Screaming mama, my name. My mama beat me in syllables. I was, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know when to shut your damn mouth, do you? Whack, whack, whack. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh, man. My mom never did it. She waited till my dad got home. Oh, I didn't have oh. a dad coming home. So my mom just, she took it upon herself to let us know. She get up at a bench. She gets so pissed off. She get out of a dead sleep talking about she going on the war path. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on the war. And she's, I'm going on the war path. I'm going on the war path. <laughs> she's rocking the fridge and slamming the cupboards. It's like, damn, mom, you all right? I see where you get the quality rants from now, well, you bro. You damn right, yeah. <laughs> going on the war path. I'm going to remember that one. I mean, hell, she's only five foot three, my mom. She was small. Raising, oh, you know, powerhouse. Six kids, you know. How much shorter than you? Oh, I know you ain't talking Ray Ray short. <laughs> That's mate. bullshit. Thank you. I'm glad the button's back. The button is back, Johnny. Fritz is the uh, only one in this place I can talk about height. That's a tall drink of water That's right a, there, boy. Yeah. Well, there was more than just that. It was more than just a tall drink of water. He got his whole, he got a whole line there. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is water. I don't know what Fritz is a tall, sexy, long drink of water or yeah, something like that. No, I don't know. I don't well, know since you insist, Ray. <laughs> I don't flow that way, but hey. <laughs> yeah, that's not how his boat floats. <laughs> oh man! But you know, hey, I don't know, I don't know how them red, 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 red necks to handle their business, but uh, well, I know that not you, humanitarian lately. I know that much. I ain't heard nothing. Oh, man, how is the humanitarian acts going there, Ray? Nada. Give us a report. I've been working, man. Oh, he's finally working. Actually, oh, actually, wait, feel bad for wait. Ray. I do have something to report. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, Marshall gives me a call, says, hey, I got to put a fan up. 
<laughs> the old, old Marshall. He said, old Shug. He says, I want you to show me everything so I can put the next one up by myself. I said, all right, no problem. And, wow. and dude, he was super attentive. You know, he was he was right on point. He followed absolutely everything. And you, you know, know, Ray was all in his glory, you know. I and was, man. Here I, he is. You, you know it. Listen, man, this is how we always do it down here That's in the right. South. Listen, I, I mean, I don't know how y'all do it up there, but us rednecks, we we get into it, boy. We ain't you missing a couple of screws. Don't worry about that, man. I got tools. It'll I got hold, tools. It'll hold together. It'll, it'll hold, hold together. Why are you putting duct tape on that fan? Don't worry about it, man. Because <laughs> that part ain't supposed to move. The part that's supposed to move, I'm going to loot it with WD-40. Better redneck. Well, there you go. Oh, you got yeah. parts left over. You did a good job. You know, the best part about it was I was already up on my pedestal. So, you know, yeah. they were all looking up at me. <laughs> I just want to know whatever happened to all your redneckanisms. They kind of went to the wayside. Oh, man. You, they, you got a lot of rednecks out there pissed off at you right now, right? Yeah, no, I've been slacking. Oh, man. I, I can I can, I can, can give you a little bit of redneckanizing. What's that? You're gonna laugh at me though. Well, that what that's I, common. I went to help the I went to help the neighbor again. <laughs> Not the one with the deer, is it? Yeah. Oh, here oh, we here go. we deer stories. Dude, stay away from live animals. And, and guess what I find when I get there to feed them deer? What? Another dead one? Another dead one. Dude, you bury more <laughs> deer. Than- <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said, Dana, you're gonna have to quit combing to feed your damn deer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, man, this guy's trying to make a living over there, and Ray goes over oh there and kills him. Oh my gosh, man, it was it was bad. It was I was like, and dude, I showed up and I looked at him like, damn it, not again. <laughs> sure you not. might as well just show up with a shovel, dude. <laughs> just show up with a shovel. Every time you show up, there's a, there's a deer ready to be put in a ditch. Oh man, I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe he don't want to bury him. So he disappears for the day. Oh, says, "Hey, will you go oh, feed yeah. the deer?" There we go. Oh, there's yeah. a pattern. I think so. Yeah, I'm there thinking, is a pattern. I'm thinking he's like, "Damn it, the there's human another man, dead man, man, one." Honey, yeah. honey, get in the car. We gotta go. I'll call Ray. Let him feed the deer. If he was any kind of redneck, uh, Fritzy, he'd maybe. be skinning that deer before you put it in that hole. I just that's all I gotta say about that. Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't see where I, I can't tell you. I don't how. see no gas, uh, deer skin boots over here or a belt or anything on him. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Prince. Where'd that come from? Yeah. That's well, for back, you, Ray. Baby. He's back. Oh, That's for man. you. You see what kind of respect I get around here? None. Well, you know you're full of shit. That's why. Yeah, that's true. I ain't yeah. gonna argue that point. Not at all. <laughs> Fritz and I both know one thing for sure. If you were humanitarian it, we'd be the first people to know. I'll oh, tell you that. Yeah, because I'd be doing it for y'all. No, he'd be calling us talking about, yeah, you know, had to go do this today, you know. Well, you know. John, what are you doing? John calls me up and says, hey, man, I need help with this. I already got permission from Candy to use her tools, so come on over. <laughs> oh, don't, get, don't bring handy candy into this, man. Bring old handy candy into this. Well, she's the one with all the tools. Yes, she yeah. is. And she right. gets pissed when I use her tools, too. Know, that's true. Yeah, because I have a tendency not putting them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there, John. This was over here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, you know it's bad when your wife walks over and you go to grab a tool and she grabs your hand and goes, "Nah, these sausages ain't." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. They ain't gonna fit. They ain't gonna fit. But you know what? She's not allowed to use my my lawnmower, man. No. I can't use her tools. She can't use my riding mower. Own it, buddy. Own it. The truth of the matter is, I let her ride it one time and she's pulling donuts in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> Tell the truth, Johnny. Do you wear a long pants and a belt when you do the when you mow your yard? I don't. I don't do that. I I I bear it for the neighbor. Well, you know, crack kills. Yeah, I don't care. I share it. <laughs> I share it. 
I can I can see John in a pair I'm of overalls. A, I'm out there with them big yeah. white legs of mine, you know. Oh, Ooh, nice! Like look, red nice. hot mayonnaise. You know what I'm saying? Ah, doing it for the neighbors. That's it, baby. <laughs> got to tan them up, baby. Got to tan them up. John, your cracks hold. Your cracks hanging out. That's not. That's not hanging out. I got that holding my water. Hold on. I don't crack. <laughs> that whole crap about crack. That's kills. tight as a gnat's ass. My wife's man. still living. Talking about. Candy's still alive. It ain't killed her yet. You'll be all right. Oh, dude, <laughs> poor Candy. That's a brave soul right there. Yeah. So today, we're going to jump right into it. Yeah. Is everybody awake? Oh, I'm certainly awake. not woke. <laughs> that's, that's right, brother. It, that's it. There's a huge difference. There between is a difference. Being awake and being woke. Well, it's funny. I had a t-shirt the other day on. I was over at church and it said, wake up. And they said, wake up, huh? I said, yeah. Don't make no mistake about it. I may be awake, but I ain't woke. Yeah. Big difference. Big difference. And as we noticed earlier... The, the new woke movement is not what it originally was. Oh, yeah. It's not. And that's what we're talking about, basically. Or what it was designed to be. Correct. About awareness. Exactly. And making people, you know, aware of what's going on and social injustice and all those things that, you know, that do happen in our culture and our society today. But, you know, we've gone far right on this. It's been twisted. This, so yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been twisted and contorted. Oh, yeah. You bet. And that's the problem that we're facing today is that, People want to be, I'm going to say, politically woke. Well, PC, baby. Yeah. Politically correct. Exactly. I got news for you, though. I mean, you, no matter what you do and no matter what you say, somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, any guy out there that's a husband or a father knows that if you have people, multiple people in your house, and you talk about it before with your two daughters, you could say mm-hmm. one thing to one, you say the same exact thing to both of your kids, and they're going to take it entirely different. Right. You can say the exact same way. One of them, it's going to go like water off a duck's back and the other one's going to feel like it's the greatest tragedy on earth. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Every time. The first cut is the deepest, baby. You can can never please everybody. Well, that's the problem. We We sure do try though, don't we, Ray? We do. We try. And you get a bunch of people that are unpleased. Yeah, and I get a bunch of people busting my ass about, are you a humanitarian? Oh, don't stop. Oh, here we go. We're all woke about your feelings, all right? Sorry, Ray. I know you're doing the best you can. We're all winners, Ray. Would somebody just pat me on the back? Ray, would you like a trophy because you're actually working 40 hours this week? Is that what you want? You know what reminds me of a story when my daughter was little, right? We got her in this soccer league, right? Just no scorekeeping. Nobody wins soccer league, you know? And at the end of the season, they all get these trophies, you know, and we walk up there and my daughter gets her trophy and she walks up to me. She says, yeah, this thing's plastic. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's not even metal. I'm like, baby, you guys don't even keep score. We don't even, I mean, we want to, because yeah, but dad, I mean, my name's not even on it. I said, well, go get me a Sharpie. I'll put it on it right now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm like, you know, you want a trophy? And that's what it creates. Like, every kid gets a trophy. And, you know, now the trophy. And they bitch about the trophy. Right. Because yep. the name on, ain't on it. Ain't ma- you want the maximum for the minimum. And that's what happens when you get into PC culture. We You're talked right. about that in one of our last podcasts, you know, talking about, you know. Ooh, plastic said, little, culture. Little Johnny. Little Johnny, you know. Take make sure little Johnny feels good. But. What you do is you create this 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 woke environment where everybody gets a trophy, everybody gets treated the same, everybody gets it. And that's just not the way the world works. And and unfortunately, that's really how culture today is going. So all of these kids, young men 
they get kicked right in the nuts when they get in the real world. They're so used to, well, I gave it what I knew and everybody got a trophy. And then you get in the real world and why did he get a raise and I didn't get a raise? Well, no, he's much more proficient at his job than you are. Because you're lazy and he's not. Plastic culture. You get right. a plastic trophy. I like that. Yeah. That's a good PC. Yeah, we're going to have to cue that one. Yeah. Wow. Keep it. But yeah, that, that's really what's going on in our culture today is that, like you said, everybody's trying to be woke. Politically well, are you, you going to are you going to pay and recognize a person that's a heart surgeon the same amount of money that you're going to pay somebody at McDonald's serving you hamburgers and French fries? Well, I mean, is that really what we're doing here? It's what they're working on. I mean, that's where it's going. Yeah, I mean, that's where it's going. It's like everybody gets treated the same. Well, not everybody does the same work. Not everybody puts in the same effort. Nobody. I mean, there's a reason why you know people got to go to college and school and training to become doctors. Right. They have to sacrifice a lot to get where they're getting in order to get that reward at the end, which should be the income that comes with it. Right. What we're going to do is create a society and a culture of lazy people that are going to do the bare minimum. They're not going to want to work hard. They're going to want the maximum results. And we, we, we as men cannot fall into that. We can't, you can't fall into that. You have to, and we, for those of you out there that are fathers and you have children, I know that everybody wants to see their kids succeed. We all do. But at some point in time, you have to find out what is going to help them succeed and guide them in the right direction because the world's not going to do it for you. The world is going to try to mold them into what they want your kids to be. Well, it's called being honest. Right. How about, how about using this, this little word called truth? Mm. I mean, come on, man. Not every kid is, needs to be on American Idol. I mean, I, I hate to use that as an example, but how many times do you watch a show like that and this kid gets up there and thinks he or she can sing and they absolutely suck and have no business being there, but they've been lied to their whole lives by their family, telling them that they're good at something that they're not. Right. Because they don't want to hurt their feelings. And we talked about getting out of our feelings on one of our other podcasts, but this is what this stuff does. It's this fake wokeness that we have in our culture today is producing a lie. It's not the truth. No, and... and like we, we always say, we have to stand in the truth. And for everybody, that's going to be something different. Like I wanted my kids to be athletic like me. And they're not. They're not athletic. I've got one who leans towards music and one who leans towards dance. Well, dancing can be. Oh, yeah. It's very athletic. It can be athletic. But I'm, I was talking like volleyball. Yeah. You know, the the sports that you like. Right. Exactly. Right. So. My whole goal, once I realized my kids weren't into what I liked, it was, what can I get behind you on? What are your interests and how can I help you in those interests? How can I push you to be better? And that's another thing I noticed is my kids don't have my drive. So all of these are challenges that I'm faced with in raising my children. And that's, you got to learn to adapt, but you well, have to stand in the truth. You yeah. can't, you can't, you can't say that, okay. She's going to be a baseball or a softball player. Going to be a softball player. Going to push, 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 push. If she's not a good softball player, she ain't a good softball player, yeah, period. She sucks. She sucks. Right. So you got to lie to her. Yeah. So you got to get behind them in whatever they're interested in. And my oldest daughter, she tried several things and just none of the interest, none of the interest until she got to the guitar. And then now we found what I can get behind her on. Well, the, the, the problem is, is one of the greatest lies ever told is... You can be anything you want to be as long as you work hard. That is not true. Not true. It is not true. That's a lie. Yeah. It's a fairy tale. It sounds nice. 
a great cliche. It's a great, great motivator, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's not true. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't have what it takes in order to be something that you want to be. It's not in the cards. It's not who you were meant to be. Right. And that's not a slam. That's yeah. actually saving you a lot of time. A lot of yeah. pain and, and suffering. A lot of your pain and suffering and a lot of your life, you know, and then now you know you switch directions. Well, I think the other thing, Fritzy, too, is, is there is a difference between being what we want to be and being what we were meant to be. Ah, there you go. You know, now we're talking. And, and that's, that's where you got to stand in that truth. And then also understanding that everybody is not the same. And guess what? That's okay. That's, that's the beautiful thing about human beings. You know, when God created us, he created us all different for a reason. You know, when an artist creates an, a masterpiece, it's a one of a kind. It's an original, right? Mm -hmm. It's not meant to be replicated, duplicated. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's meant to be that one of a kind masterpiece. And people don't understand that that's the way that we've been created by our creator. We're a masterpiece meant to be set apart and different from the other masterpieces in which he created. Right. And we want to put everything in this big, huge bowl and mix it together and just say, oh, we're all the same. We're not the same. And no. guess what? That's okay. Yeah. It is. It is okay. Why do we keep fighting this damn thing? Yep. I don't want to be like Ray. I want to be like John. I love Ray. I think a lot of Ray. I love you, Fritzy. I think a lot of you, but I don't want to be you guys. I want to be me. There you go. And, and we should encourage our children and the people that we're around. You know, I hate to say it. Sometimes we even see it in the, in the church with men where they, there's this persona of what a man's supposed to be or a godly man's supposed to be. And we want to kind of gravitate towards that fakeness of who we're supposed to be rather than who we truly are. And, it, and it's, it's crippling. It's detrimental. It's suffocating. Yeah. And what happens is, is, is men are dying internally because they're trying to please everybody, caught up in their feelings and trying to be PC and woke and all this other crap instead of just being true to who they are. Right. And I've got a, I've got a real good example that ties kind of all of that together. I used to love playing volleyball. And you got to think this is a ways back. This is back when volleyball was popular for guys. When was that? In the mid nineties. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Mid nineties. It was mom, always football where I came from. Yeah. That's up. No. <laughs> if you could, Go ahead, Ray. I love you, kid. Yeah. Go ahead. So, but what volleyball it was is, it, baby. I'm five foot. I'm five foot nine. So everybody knows volleyball players. So can win. They're six foot up. Yeah, they're Fritzy. They're six foot or better. Now I played junior Olympics. I did all that stuff. I played with all the big boys. And I, I was really good and I gave it everything I had. And this goes to your, you know, if you, if you want it, you can get it. Senior year in high school, scouts in the stands, two of my buddies, they get, they get called up. Not me. I was pissed. I was like, what the hell? I said, you know, I play better than these guys. I said, you know, I give more effort than these guys. You know that I'm trying harder than these guys. And the, the guy looked me in the eyes and he goes, yeah, but for how long? Because you're playing at 150% to play with these guys. They're playing at 65, 70%. How long is your body going to take that? How long can you perform like that? Sustain it, yeah. So I had to come to the truth of the matter that he was right. It damn sure wasn't what I wanted to hear. You know what I mean? I was mad. But I had to come to the truth that he's right. And I had to find something else that I really fell in love with. I mean, I continued to play volleyball. I loved it, I, I, but I played it no longer for college or, you know, to go to college or anything like that. I, it was just a sport that I loved to play, but then I had to switch directions and go, okay, what am I good at? What, what is my purpose? What, what do I do well? 
naturally. Yeah, but kudos to the guy that had the balls to tell you the truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. He did. Man to man. Exactly. It was hard to hear. Sure, it is. It was hard. It to hurts. Swallow. Yeah. But you know, after some thinking, I was like, damn, he was he saved right. you a lot of grief and disappointment and hard work. And well, that's the whole thing. Is that's what happens? Is when you're when you're not basing your decisions in truth, you're constantly setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. Absolutely. Because like Donnie said, that whole, you can do whatever you want to do. No, you have the opportunity to try to do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to keep lying to yourself, saying that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, with, even though you're not good at it, whether it be some type of work, a line of work, a line, you know, a sport, whatever that may be, you're going to constantly set yourself up for failure and disappointment. So you might as well spend your efforts in the truth and what you're actually good at. Well, the great, you know, one of the greatest lies ever told in this country too is you just want to, you want to make six figures. You just got to go to college. Yeah. I mean, these kids are force fed from a very early age. If you want to be something, do something, you got to go to college. It's not true. Not every kid is made to go to college. Nope. Again, I mean, it's like we, we try to say that, you know, that that's, it's going to, level the playing field or whatever. I mean, if you want to be a rocket scientist or, or, you know, you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, absolutely. Those are things you definitely got to go to school for. But I know guys that are out there swinging hammers making six figures a year. Mm -hmm. I know guys out there welding, electricians, all these different things that we, as a culture somehow just started to snub our nose at that. Like it's not good enough. Right. And, the, and these guys right now, they can't get people to do it. You can make a lot of money in the trades right now. Right. Whereas back when, you know, you're coming up, you get told the entire life that, you know, that's settling and that's not good enough and that you're beneath people. If you work hard and, and use your hands, you've got to use your mind. Well, I don't know about you, but if you've ever been on a construction site with somebody and they pull out this thing, it's called blueprints. Uh -huh. You better know how, uh, how to read those things and you better be able to know math and, you know, you know measurements and tape measures and all those different things, uh, you know, or else you're going to find out very quickly that... <laughs> You're not going to make it. You can't be dumb out there and doing it. It's more than just swinging a hammer and using a shovel. Right. Like Same I, thing with welding, right? Yeah. I got, you know, I, I think of roofing as one of the things. And uh, concrete, not concrete, but block laying. Or masonry. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what. Those guys, they know what they are doing. You, you think, oh, they're just carrying heavy blocks and just sticking them on a wall. And that, that, that is challenging. That is challenging. You look at a block wall that's put up by somebody who knows what they're doing and you look at one by somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. It, it's night and day. You can see it. it. One thing that comes to me when we talk about all of this, you know, that everybody gets a trophy and, you know, everybody's equal. You don't want to crush anybody's spirits, you know, stuff like that, is when are we going to take the freaking training wheels off? Because that's, how it, that's what it is. We're extending the, the training wheel session in life Further and further and well, further Ray, and don't further. Don't you know what that is? It's called adolescence. No. And it lasts now till you're like 30-something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Extended adolescence. Yeah. That's I why mean, I got 20-year-olds living at home. Uh, right. And they're like, uh, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. And back in the day, you had to figure it out. You, you, you had to get out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. <laughs> you had to get out. You had to figure it out. My dad told me, look, dude, you, you will learn a trade or you go into service. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a choice. No, you did. Those were your choices. Yeah. Learn a trade or go to the service. Well, yeah, I tried to get in the service and they wouldn't take me with heart-related issues, but well, that, I learned to trade. Kind of like my daddy used to tell me, you want one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up fast. Yo. <laughs> you know? I tell you what, Fritz, being being seven foot tall, you don't want to be in the service. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be on that front that's line. That's a big target. Yeah. Big target, Frenzy. Is that the flag? I mean, he's a sniper and he's not even in a tree. He's just standing up. <laughs> I wanted to shoot him out of a tree from uh, an airplane. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean. brother. That is but you're right. I mean, we got the training wheels on, man, and we got the safety nets and we got all these things that are underneath us because we're afraid to step out and just be true to who we are as men. We get caught up in this, this cultural uh, battle that we have going on where it's like, you know, if you say the wrong thing, I think the wrong thing, I wear the wrong thing. It's like, it's funny because we talk about this all-inclusive culture and we're so divided. It's sick. Right. I mean, it's, it's, well it's, said, it's so contradictory of what, what they're saying. What they're putting out there. It's all inclusive. But if you don't think the way I think and feel the way I feel, you're not a good person. Right. It, you know? it, it makes absolutely no sense. But that, and that always leads me back to what I always say. Actions are proof why words mean nothing. You can say it over and over and over and over, but your actions are going to prove what you really think and well, what you really mean. You think about the things that are really important to a man, you know, like respect. Yeah. Honor. Love. These things are all grounded in truth. Mm -hmm. Yep. And without the truth, it's a lie. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I don't, I'm not down with fake respect. No. That's the most disrespectful thing on the planet to me. Fake. You can like, smell it a mile away yeah, you, too. You yeah. fake like you respect me. Ooh. I mean, I had this guy one time, he was working for me, went outside, went out on our truck, was gone all day, comes back at five o'clock. He comes in, well, sir, I got, I got some bad news for you, sir. I got some bad news. I said, well, you got some bad news? What's the bad news? Well, sir, I'm a, I, I, I got me another job, sir. Wait oh. a minute. Josh worked with you? No, this is the other guy. <laughs> He's like, uh, I got me another job. I got me another job, sir. I said, oh, you got you another job? I said, so when do you start this other job? Well, sir, I'm a, I, I start tomorrow, sir. Oh, okay. So you're starting tomorrow. Okay. So, well, I guess at the end of the day, you I mean, at least you finished the route. You did what you're supposed to do. I mean, it's your choice. Well, sir, uh, actually, I... Uh, I, I didn't I didn't get the route the route done today. I said, well, how much of the route did you not get done? Well, actually, I didn't run all of it. Okay, you've been out all day long in my truck till five o'clock at night. And you're telling me you haven't serviced any of our customers? Well, sir, I said, time out with the sir, bro. Don't call me sir. Because sir is a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. And you obviously have zero respect for me, zero respect for our company, and zero respect for our customers. Well, sir, I said, I just told you, don't call me, sir. Okay. You know, and in that moment, it's like the more he called me, sir, the more pissed off I got. Right. Well, rightfully so. Because it's like, you got, you got, don't come at me with his fake respect. Mm -hmm. You, you know, you're going to respect my title or my position, but you don't respect, you don't respect me as a man or respect our company or respect our customers. You're just going to blow everybody off and come back with a chuck flow product that you didn't service because you're out looking for another job. You know what I mean? So I'm not down with no fake respect. No. And, and I certainly uh, honor, there's nothing fake about that. You either got it or you don't. Right. And then love, who wants fake love? I'd rather you hate me than pity me. Yep. Yep. You bet. Exactly. And I don't know how other way to put that. I mean, and if you're a dude that's cool with being pitied, you got news for you. You're not a man. You're a little boy. I mean, yep. men don't like pity. Don't pity me. I'd rather you hate me, dislike me, want nothing to do with me, ignore me, avoid me at all costs, than to show me pity. Oh, yeah. Don't want it. Don't need it. Ain't going to take it. Nope. And so all those things are grounded in truth, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and we live in a culture today that's so caught up in feelings and, and, and 
not grounded in truth, then we got a bunch of people believing a bunch of lies. Right. The lie that everybody's the same. We're not all the same. Okay. No, we're not. Not everybody's as good as everybody else. Some people work harder. Some people are smarter. Some people are taller. Some people are stronger. Some people are faster. That's life. Get over it. It goes back to what you said, Ray. Figure out what you're good at and focus in on that. Quit believing this lie that, oh, I can be whatever I want to be as long as I work hard. Got news for you. That's not true. Right. Why do we keep feeding this crap to our kids? So that they grow up in, as men feeling disappointed, rejected, and, and inadequate. Right. Now, we're not saying tell your kid that they can't do anything. No. But if you see them, they clearly don't have the knack for something. That's when you start steering them in a different direction. Or the, going back to what you said, the drive, right? Right, the drive. Yeah, you that gotta, too. Your kid tells you they want to play the guitar and they don't practice. Yeah. They're not disciplined to practice. They're never going to be good. Nope. Right, exactly. They don't really want to play. You know, I mean, I never forget my wife's like, oh, my Sean, you know, he just loves basketball. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. She's like, yes, he does. He loves, I said, honey, he loves the shoes. He loves the, the gear. He doesn't love basketball. Just how can you say that? I said, well, it's real simple. He's got a basketball hoop in the garage because our HOA won't let us have it out. Yeah. I said, if that kid loved basketball, he'd be begging me every night to pull that out of the garage. He'd be out in the driveway shooting until his arms are falling off. Yeah. That's the love of basketball. You don't love basketball. He loves the idea of basketball. Yep. You know, the, the idea is no nothing without the work. Right. And I explain that to my kids too. My kids the same way. But that's not what the world's telling them now, Ray. No, that's it exactly. That's exactly what we're getting. That's at the here. truth, and that's and why it, they can't make it, and they come back home. And right. they call it being woke. That yep. ain't being woke. That's no. being asleep. You dreaming. That's you living up. in a la la land, man. Yeah, setting everybody up for failure. And, and these kids that go out there buying into these lies. You said it earlier. You said the training wheels and the safety net, and that's what that was key to me because. As parents, you don't want to see your kids fail. You don't. You really don't want to see them fail. And it's understandable. You don't want to fail. You don't want to feel the pain of failure. But the problem is, you don't know success unless you know failure. You never value it. That will, And you really won't know it because you won't know if, well, hell, I always got a trophy. So, you know, I should be getting this. I should be getting the job. I should be getting the raise. How do you, you value being full if you've never been empty? Exactly. Ooh. If you ain't ever been hungry, how do you value being fed? Yep. And, and, and that, but you know, you make a good point too, Ray, because we got to ask ourselves as men, is it the fact that we don't want our kids to fail? Or are we afraid that we're going to look like we're failing because they're failing? Yeah. Failure as parents. Yeah. We, fa I failed as a dad. And you create this generation of entitlement. You know, they, they, they're entitled to that cell phone when they're 12 years old. And that, that's part of this whole woke thing. Yeah. And it, it's it's not. But we feed healthy. it. We yeah. feed it, guys. Well, I know because yeah. we want to be we want to be best friends. Yeah. I'm guilty. And I've been guilty. I'm guilty. My daughter's my best friend. Yeah, no. yeah. we go I love shopping my daughter, together. She's my best friend. I tell you that. No, my son, that, my son. We call each other BFFL, best friends for life. But he also knows I'm his daddy. I ain't his best friend until he gets his shit together as a man. I'm his father. You know what I mean? We want to be friends, and I've said this in one of our other podcasts. You know, and that's the thing is, men that we've got to come to the realization of is that. We've got to push our kids towards doing something and being something, you know? Right. And there's a big difference between encouragement and something, like you said, Ray, and, and, and lying to our kids and, and feeding them full of crap. And coddling. Like, you just love basketball. No, you don't. Oh, you know, my daughter, I, I play the guitar. Well, you ain't practicing. 
I don't need to. I'm good. Oh, really? Can you pick up that guitar and play Stairway to Heaven? Well, no. Well, then you ain't good. Right. You're not good. You ain't ever going to be good. And we got too many parents that don't have enough you know, balls to sit there and tell their kids. You're not good because you don't put in the work. Yep. Instead, they'd rather go in there and yell and scream at coaches and teachers and patronize them because their little Johnny's not getting what he wants. Well, little Johnny needs to put in the work. You See? know what I mean? We got this culture, man, where it's like the least amount you do, you get the maximum reward for the least amount of work. Right. Well, you feel, they feel, what was it he said? They feel um, entitled. entitled to it. That's, that's the bad part. Hey, I just got out of school. I should make six figures. You oh, should yeah. be happy that you hired me. I had a, I had a guy Should be happy that I'm here. I had a guy one time come up to me. He was he was in school for trades, and we like to hire those those younger kids and and give them full experience. And he comes up to me after about six eight months of working for me. He goes, "Hey, he goes, I need a raise." I said, "Do you know?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "I was talking to some of the other guys out here who have been doing this for 10, 15 years, and they told me that I deserve more money." Oh, do they? <laughs> and I and I looked at him. I looked at him and I said, okay. I said, how about this? I will give you time off to go find more money. Go for it. Go go search for it. I'll give you time off. I'm, I'm not going to fire you. I'm, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go find more money. Because I grew up in the trades. I grew up welding, machining, press break operating. I grew up in the trades. And I knew. As soon as he walked in there and he's asking for $18, $20 an hour, you know, how much experience you got? Eight months. Not going to happen. So after about two months of giving him days off and stuff here and there to, to go, he just got silent. And I asked him, I said, did you find it? He goes, no. Yeah, because it don't exist. I said, did you find anyone willing to offer you more money than I'm paying you? He says, as a matter of fact, no. He's like, you're paying me two and a half dollars an hour more than anybody offered me. But I knew he needed to go out and experience that himself. Yeah, but you know, the problem that we're facing right now with everything in our culture right now is they are paying a maximum money for the minimum work because of shortage of yeah. workers. Right? Yeah. You know, the, 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 the fields of money, but the workers are few, right? Yep. You bet. So there's, they're giving them $1,000 signing bonuses, $500 signing bonuses, giving them maxed out wages, you know, just to, just, just to get them in the door to try to hold on to them. They're looking for incentives to keep them. I mean, because we got a bunch of people that ain't working, but th that's going to run out, man. That's not going to last forever. Right. And people don't realize that all we're doing is, is we're causing inflation. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, so I, it goes back to what we said in the beginning. Are you awake? Or are you woke? It's time to wake up, man. Wake up. Because we got so many people that are walking around this world right now in our culture, in our country right now that are just like a bunch of zombies meandering through life. They got their hands out and their eyes closed. They want to put in the minimum effort and get the maximum reward. And guess what? It's our fault because we've been feeding them that bullshit since the day they were born. Little Johnny needs to get out there and work hard. Little Johnny needs to sacrifice. Little Johnny don't get a trophy unless he wins. And until we get a hold of that as men in our culture today and step up and say, hey, enough's enough. This shit needs to stop. We're going to continue to battle against this. And guess what, man? It's only going to get worse.
It is only going to get worse. And we can sit here and point fingers at everything and everybody else and make excuses. But it starts in the four walls of your homes. If your child wants to do something, wants to be something, tell them the truth. Not all kids are made to be singers, dancers, basketball players, football players, artists. I mean, why are we feeding a lie? Help your children to find the things that they excel at and that they're good at and it's natural that comes to them and feed that. Because at the end of the day, all you're doing is just embarrassing them and embarrassing yourself. Look, we live in a, in a country where we have the greatest opportunity in the world to try, as Ray said so eloquently tonight, to be whatever we want to be. But the reality of it is just because you don't, just because you want it, don't mean you're going to get it. As I said earlier, in, in the words of one of the wisest men I've ever met, my father, you can shit in one hand and want in the other and see which one fills up faster. And some of you be like, man, that's a little hardcore. Well, I'm sorry, that's life. One of our past episodes, I was talking about my son in a job, not studying for a test, failing it, losing a job, making 15 bucks an hour. This stuff happens. This stuff's real. And the things that we're talking about on this podcast are the things that we live through every day as fathers and men. We see it as employers, as coworkers, you know, as brothers. We see it in the church. We see it in the workplace. We see it in the homes. We see it in society. And, you know, we got to quit making excuses and feeding these this this thing called wokeness. Let's 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 get past this woke stuff and let's wake up, get up, and man up. Because when you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 